Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jader, Jason Mitchell, and Adam B. Hello, hello, hello. Merry Christmas. La- ladies and gentlemen across the fruited plain, we are Yay. back. We are back. Uh, and we are hindsight, hindsight is horrifying. And we are doing another Christmas thing because we have to because it's fucking December. <laughs> the obligatory Christmas. It's uh, the 12th day of Christmas. Tonight. Not the penultimate, but the ultimate Christmas movie of the season. This will be our last Christmas episode this season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is and it's a great one. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's bizarre to say the least. It's many awesome. Of, many of us dream of a yeah. white Christmas, but today we're going to have a. I want someone else to help me. Black out. Christmas. Yay. I wasn't going to do it. I wanted. They've got to learn Jason how to do it on their pander. own. Uh, yeah, a movie that uh, is the superior film to Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, yeah, in my opinion, I agree uh, with that. not knocking that, but I, I haven't seen that movie. Really. Oh, really? good. Next, next Christmas. Next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Silent Night, Deadly next Night. Year. Yeah. We'll do the Krampus. We'll do that. We've already done the Krampus. I know. I just want to do it again. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I don't think I don't think anybody was here with us when we did the Krampus. Um, I did the Krampus with yes, you. Yes, you did. I got a cramp Adam doing the Krampus, was, actually. Was that last year? It was a Charlie horse. It was last year. Um, oh, God. Because we, we fell down a rabbit hole of, like, making new scales and stuff. But yeah, Adam was okay. with us for that. Well, as uh, uh, has now been uh, announced, we are doing Black Christmas. Starring. The, the original. <laughs> yes. Uh, starring Juliet. Um, um, oh, Lois Lane. Set. Lois Lane. And uh, uh, Haywood Floyd. No, not Haywood Floyd. Dad from Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> oh, my God. What was his name in 2001? You told me you got his autographed picture. Frank Poole. No, well, Kier Dulla was the actor. I'm oh, trying right. to think of the character's name. Dave. Dave Bowman. Dave. That's it. Yeah. Was that Dave? It yeah, it's Dave, Dave Bowman. <gasps> I didn't know that was Dave. That's absolutely Dave Bowman with I'm an amazing sorry, haircut. Dave. The haircut threw me off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't we, do that. Are we picking up on the squeaking with the chairs because Mr. Brown keeps shifting? Oh, I, I'll, I'm, I'll hold very, very still. I, I'm, not, I'm not hearing it. Oh, okay. If you, at home, if you at home are hearing the squeaking, send five ninety nine in a self-addressed stamped envelope to this address. Yes, because we are squeaking. We are packed in pretty tight because in case you haven't noticed. We have an esteemed guest who, re- who uh, actually recommended this film. I did, yes. Yet another round of trying to torture Darth Jader. Oh, Adam, yeah. Adam one, Adam two. <laughs> Honestly, and, that's and the reason I come on this show now. Darth Jader, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. one and only. In my opinion, you saved Christmas. Well, the yeah. thing is, you know, the holiday season ends for me after October 31st, and mm. I wasn't ready for it to be over, so I thought I would choose something like this. Hey, okay, hey, that works. I did send you uh, that Facebook link with all the Christmas ornaments that were Figures from horror movies. Those are awesome. So I tried to blend, I tried to, you know, ease you into loving the season because I'm, I know how much you mourn Halloween when it's gone. Oh, I'm, cr- I'm still crying. I'm trying to pick the ornament that disturbs Alyssa the most, and that's probably going to be Penny, <laughs> Pennywise is probably my, my safe right. choice. Oh, yeah. You want to do some uh, impressions for us? Well, there, there, wait, there's an it connection in this movie, too, right? Olivia Hussey. There is. Oh, Olivia, Olivia Hussey. Hussey. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's the connection. Yeah. She's, well, let's get into it. Jade, why don't you tell us... Absolutely. Uh, a little bit Let's about what this. we're watching. So, Black Christmas. From the director of A Christmas Story. Yes. Yep. Are we going to play it? Or are we just going to Oh, I'm sorry. just curious. Yeah. Don't you do this for like a living or something? Yes. <laughs> no, I just started to death a long time He was ago. so enamored by our, our banter. All right, we'll he talk. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. So, the synopsis for this particular film, for those of you who have, who have not seen it. 
As winter break begins, a group of sorority sisters, including Jess, Olivia Hussey, and the often inebriated Barb, Margot Kidder, begin to receive anonymous... There's a lot to talk about there. Yes, begin to receive anonymous, lascivious phone calls. Ooh, lascivious. Mm -hmm. Lascivious. Initially, Barb eggs the caller on, but stops when he responds threateningly. Soon, Barb's friend Claire, Lynn Griffin, goes missing from the sorority house, and a local adolescent girl is murdered, leading the girls to suspect a serial killer is on the loose but no one realizes just how near the culprit is yeah dun, dun, dun. yeah this is this is a movie we we're talking about this earlier this is yep you know uh you said Alyssa uh was saying oh it's cliche there's all these cliches these tropes yeah, yeah. And, and you're it, like no <laughs> this is the one that started all of us yeah 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 i mean this is you know but for this movie there would be no halloween Huh? Yeah, so yeah. true. This is uh, first person. A yeah. lot of people keep thinking, really? "Oh, Halloween was the first slasher movie." No, this predates the Halloween by about four years. Uh, this came out the same year as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so the slasher genre was starting up before yeah. Halloween. It's just Halloween made it big. So, and was John Saxon in Halloween? He was in Nightmare on Elm Street. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. That's and what I was thinking of. One and three. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like John Saxon. John Saxon is one of those sort of B movie actors that, that takes a lot. Of, he takes a lot of heat, but I, I like him pretty much in everything. I love John you know? Saxon. Enter the Dragon, like we were saying earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you've never seen the Jodan Baker classic Mitchell, Ooh, uh, okay, you know you should watch that one of these days. Joe Kidd, a lot of those old Clint Eastwood westerns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now, so our movie kicks off. Uh, with a Christmas party at a sorority house where the girls are getting drunk. So basically the start of every porno ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was making sure I was watching From the right movie. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. since uh, I watched this with subtitles so that I could hear the dialogue because sometimes it's a little low in this movie. Uh, but I think the words heavy breathing come lot, up approximately yeah. 40,000 times. A lot of panting. Yeah. So you see it, you see that was a thing yeah. in the 70s. You know, there was, a, you know, calling somebody and, and heavy breathing on the phone. That that was actually a thing. Because you could do it. <laughs> yeah. And not get is in that trouble not, for yeah. it. Is that not still a thing? Yeah. You know, now there's. I got to find a new, way. Yeah. Yeah. Find a new wow. thing to do on Saturday. Bill Stevens. That explains yeah. that phone call I got the other day. Now it's all, it's all dick pics. I need a new hobby. I need a new hobby now. Unsolicited dick pics. Yeah. Well, and of course. What's the fun in that? (laughs) Well, it was difficult back then. That's why the the best character in the entire movie, the lineman, has to go through the whole place physically watching things turning to figure out how to trace the phone (laughs) phone call. It's amazing that that worked. It was labor intensive for sure. And amazing that there was only one man in charge of that project. Like you'd think they'd have a squad, like people spread out at the phone company, (laughs) but no, it's just one guy running his ass off around the, around the building trying to figure out. And we're catching our first glimpse of uh, 1970s Karen Allen. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The eighties had Karen Allen. The eighties had Karen Allen. The seventies had Margaret. No joke. As a child, I thought they were the same person. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, except I, I, Margot Kidder comes across as a lot nastier. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was watching this movie and I was like, Lois Lane, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, she's pretty uh, lascivious herself and she's kind of mean. Like, cause I, oh, texted, yeah. I texted young Adam last night while watching this movie because uh, Barb has quite a line when she's talking to her mom <laughs> on the phone. Her mother apparently cancels their plans to get together to get together for Christmas. And she says, you're a real gold-plated whore, mother. <laughs> oh, we've all said that. Yeah. But I texted it to Adam, and he was like, 
What? <laughs> yeah. That's my mom's nickname at this point. <laughs> Gold plated. And, and the uh, the the Gene Shallot cosplayer. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yes. Who is he? The uh, best Santa ever. Nobody. Uh, yeah, I don't think he did too much. Um, there's there are some people in here who you know obviously um, Olivia Hussey. Yeah. Famous as the Zeffirelli's Zeffirelli's Juliet. Juliet, yeah. Zeffirelli's Hussey. She's really, really pretty. Very pretty. Oh, yeah, she's gorgeous. She actually, her family immigrated to England uh, in America. They they changed their name. They were actually originally called the Sluts. Um, (laughs) So they did the flip there. Did they actually immigrate to England? No. I just wanted to do the Sluts. No, because she does have an English (laughs) accent in. Like just about know. everything. It's like she a does. half English but accent. But when yeah. I looked her up, she's from Argentina originally. Oh, oh I can sort of hear yeah. that. So she should have a German accent. No, <laughs> one of the boys from Brazil. <laughs> you know, something I'd like to point out: everybody loves to give Halloween all of the credit for you know the opening of the movie, giving you the first person view of the killer. Mm-hmm. This movie did it first. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because you never actually see the killer. No. no, no. So that's what you well, you you see his eyes, you see his, his eyes, you see his silhouette, and that's about it. Yeah, and He's the got director blue eyes. So yeah, looking yeah. around, mm. and it, it's actually even a um it's uh, me, Billy. a point of of controversy, <laughs> not controversy, but they don't actually know for sure who the actor was. Who really, was the, eye. the director oh. yeah, Bob Clark. That's the, creepy. Yeah, Bob Clark has been like, I honestly don't remember. I think oh, wow. it was like I think it was like a I think it was like a, a camera P- guy, PA or wow. something. Yeah, stand there for a second, put your eye in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> now I know I was. was this the is, eye a, hole this is yeah. the, you know back in the Weinstein days. You're, you did what you were told. You put your eye in the hole and just took it like a man. <laughs> yep, that's right. You just oh. take whatever comes your way. Yep. But what I love here is, is a sorority. They, they actually put a ladder, a, a lattice ladder <laughs> on the side of the house and leave a window open. For this any, guy is holding any. this heavy ass camera from the seventies. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. who down a ladder. You know who had to have installed that lattice work, Kyle. He's always known for his shoddy worksmanship. And uh, who oh, no, he did leave? a good job, but he also installed the locks on the windows, and none of them work. Oh, man. They actually, just... There's a line in the movie where, where it's like, as a joke, she's like, you do realize that the only door that's locked is this one, and everything else is wide open. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and I made a note about that. I was like, And her it... friend is dead 15 minutes later. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, uh, I did make a note of that, because I was like, yeah, in a house full of susceptible women... Uh, that's great that nothing is locked whatsoever. <laughs> well, and that's wise. And this movie actually, um, the original um, TV broadcast had to be pulled because of a little incident involving a man named Ted Bundy. Ooh. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. That and makes sense. That they, yeah, it was. It it had been marketed, but then when the murders happened, of course, they didn't know it was Ted Bundy at that time. They just knew that some some you know. Very similar sort of circumstances. Was this his inspiration? No, no, no. He's <laughs> a big he, fan. I'm kidding. No, this is supposedly based on there was like a Canadian murder um, that inspired it. Although the director, yeah. the director says that it's not. He said, "Nope, it's all original." I heard okay. there was a story about a killer actually squatting in someone's attic. Really, I heard about that. Yeah, that's what they base it loosely on. I oh, can, wow. yeah. I mean, uh, that has occurred. I mean, there's been stories of people finding out this dude living in the attic. Isn't yep. it the worst yeah. when you just go up to get your Christmas decorations in the attic and you find a, a, a serial killer just well, sitting Billy, there? Yeah. It's weird. Attics are scary. You know, they, they bother well, yeah. people. You know? They creak and they moan, especially think, if there's a moaner in them. <laughs> sort of like Margot Kidder. Yeah. I think that's why this movie is so effective is because this whole movie takes place in the sorority house and the killer is always in the house at all times. So that's 
Just very not at eerie. all times. No, no. Wait, Olivia, not at all times. Because most, he does kill the, the policeman out in the street. He uh, does kill the guy in the in the little girl in the park. But, uh, well, you would, I got a very yeah, important okay. point. Olivia Hussey is emigrated from Argentina, so she's German, and she couldn't find someone in the attic. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh! I'm gonna drink my beer Damn. now. <laughs> That's a historical burn, ladies and gentlemen, wow. brought to you by Variant Brewing. Too soon. <laughs> Damn it, Jason. Too soon, too soon. Lauren, Matt, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, no, no, he not them. He loves Now, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> oh, she's good. That was well played, Mr. Um, Brown. I got to get it to you. That's why I had to bust in and say it before my opportunity was gone. Mm -hmm. It was but a good opportunity. Supposedly, on the, I guess, on the, the 4K um, if there is a 4K on the higher resolution, uh, you know, availability of this movie, you can see someone in the shadows. Yeah, in the when beginning. they're in the living room. So you could see it in the, in the Amazon one because okay. I didn't notice it. So I watched it over Roku, and okay. uh, I I thought I saw somebody in the shadows, and it looked like they yeah. did that intentionally when the girls are in the living room, and it looks like somebody's lurking up. Yeah, to it catch was him. Them. It was it was uh, Billy or whoever. Yeah. Oh, so it, you were meant to see that. It wasn't like a mistake. No, you were meant to see that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought it was a mistake. But I had never noticed reason. that before. I didn't notice it. Because there was no payoff to it. He's literally just lurking. Yeah. He I, doesn't do anything to them. I'm broke and I watched it on Crackle with uh, TV commercials and all. So, uh, he's yeah. He's broke because he's on Crackle. Ah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. I, dro I dropped the two ninety nine because you know what? I've, I've been working a long time. I'm not worth it. I'm worth yeah. every penny of it. Yeah. You deserve <laughs> to watch it. It's the great thing about being an adult. If I want to spend two ninety nine on a movie, <laughs> god damn it, I will do it. do it. I'm not gonna ask anyone. Well, I told you the story about when I got back into the skill modeling, right? And and I went to the skill modeling store for the first time and since I was a kid. And when that I was can a be dangerous, I well, think. Well well when I was a kid, it was always, you know, Mom, can I have this model? Sure. And then I went, Can I have the thirty eight, you know, jars of paint? that I need to do the model. No, you can have one. <laughs> and I literally, I literally put every fucking bottle in the basket and I called my mom and I said, I'm buying every one of them, mom. It's that Jerry Seinfeld bit. I was just doing it a second ago. If I want to ruin my appetite as an adult, I'm going to ruin it. Yeah. I'll call and tell my mom that I'm doing it. But my mom did something similar to me. I've made jewelry when I was younger. And when I first started out, she bought me uh uh, so several materials, but all the decorations for the necklaces that I was making were blue. And I was like, oh, okay, can I try some other colors as well? And she was like, no, let's see if you commit <laughs> nope. to this. And if you do, then I'll get you some more. And I was, and my dad was like, cool, so she can make a blue necklace or a blue neck, blue necklace. Well, were any of you forbidden to go into the three and a half foot above ground pool until an hour after you ate? Oh, yeah. By my grandma, but my, that's yeah, I see it was the same. My parents didn't care about my grand my grandparents. <laughs> that, well, the, yeah. my, and they had the, and, and they had the pool. My so. grandma yeah. couldn't <laughs> swim, so she was terrified of taking us to the pool. See, we, that, like if my parents weren't with us, even if there was a lifeguard on duty, my grandma would not allow us to go into the deep end. She, oh, we had to okay. stay where she could actually get in and help us if we started drowning. <laughs> well, I used to just jump in the deep end as a kid without knowing how to swim, just to get my mom's attention. So yeah. you know. And, 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 you and, you're an actor. and you're here, and you're here, you're yeah, alive, yeah. And it worked. Yeah, Correlation. Out. Yeah, right. Yeah, learning, learning He's to such swim. A beef. Yeah, I when I had a when, when I when I had a kid, it was I found it so weird that everyone like sent their kids to like swimming lessons because when I was a kid, swimming lessons were my dad pushing me in the pool. Okay. And, See, I was so young that I don't remember <laughs> you know, learning how to swim. Apparently, I just had a natural knack for it. That whole waiting half an hour to eat myth died out right as I was 
you know, coming into learning how to swim? A lot of that stems from uh, polio. Uh, back when people had no clue how polio was passed. Mm. Like, did you ever have your parents uh, get mad at you if you were running around in wet uh, swim trunks? Like, you get out of the pool, you got to dry off. And you got, you know, that was not a thing in our household or like, don't, yeah. don't sit on a wet towel. Oh yeah. You know? well, I, I thought they were afraid that I was going to get a rash. No. It, well, they may have been, but that actually started with polio because there was this theory that maybe people are getting polio. Maybe it's, it's passing somehow in, you know, uh, public pools. It's on the loose. Like it's that. watching yeah. us. <laughs> Well, yeah. I always wore a condom before I went to the public pool. So you were protective. Yeah. Just to yeah. make sure I didn't get anything strange. Well, it says right there on the label, prevents disease. Yeah. I wear one before I leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I wore one for a year. I still got the flu. Now, is, is there anyone here Anyone here mature enough to have made prank calls? <laughs> Mat- um, oh, of course. Yes. Okay, Are you kidding? One, Not once caller ID came around. I couldn't do it. Yeah, Star 69 and caller ID yeah, ruined that. Yeah. For Star Edward. what? Star 69. Star 69. 69. I'm looking for my friend Amanda. Last name, Hug and Kiss. <laughs> Mike Roch. Yeah. Prince did, you see, did you see the video of the guy at the school board um, uh, it was a school board meeting in, I think it was in Virginia. And <laughs> oh no, this is not going to end well. <laughs> it's awesome because some genius went to on the sign up sheet and signed up Phil McCracken, uh, Ben, Ben Dover, yeah, Ben Dover. Oh uh, and, and what was great is that the guy who was chairing the meeting literally goes just name ran. after name and just rattles them all <laughs> off. That's awesome. <laughs> is, is, is there a souk madik? <laughs> Suk my dick. <laughs> so the movie, um, yes. we yes. come upon. I think everybody's a booze hound in the sorority house. Oh, everybody, uh, minus Claire and Jess. B but is for booze. Yes, yeah. seriously. Particularly Margot Rob, uh, Margot Margot Kidder. Margot oh, Rob. Yeah. Well, Robin. you know Margot's. Uh, well, that's how she became a supervillain. Because Margot Kidder did a bit of character acting, uh, method acting in this movie. Did she? Yeah, she insisted on really drinking. Oh wow! So when you see Mar- when you so much, yeah, when you see Margot Kidder in this movie drunk, she's drunk. Oh, I believe cool. it. Yeah, kind of like Justin Roiland uh, in that uh, Vindicators episode of Rick and Morty. They got him hammered mm-hmm. uh, in the studio so that he would sound blackout drunk. Yeah, he, yeah, he really did. He actually sounds so blackout drunk in that episode. I don't like listening to it. Oh really? I can't. I, I can't stand whenever I see somebody on on uh, film being really drunk. It makes me remember how bad that feels mm. okay you know okay. and i'm like uh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. well apparently uh, the producer complained she was like god i cannot get justin to like get the lines dan geez and he was like oh wow you get you had to spend the afternoon watching justin get drunk here's the world's tiniest violin for you <laughs> shut up like <laughs> but yeah so the movie um we get some extra drama from Jess because we come to find uh, she has a serious boyfriend named Peter and Peter. she's pregnant with Peter's baby. Ooh, I wonder if it's a star child. Maybe Ooh. that's why he didn't want her to have the abortion. Mm. What's a star child? Shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you, Jay. fell over the room. Uh, what do, have you ever, well, there was this little movie called 2001 A Space Odyssey. I've never seen why, it. We were just talking about the baby. Oh my god! I know I heard you, but I've never seen that movie, so I did not. I, understand I, I will. That I will be honest. Two thousand two thousand one is. It's a hard pill. It's to a hard. Swallow. It's a hard movie to get. There's yeah, thirty minutes it. of dialogue in the entire movie. I love it though. It is. It's fantastic. Uh, but it's one of those movies that can like mess with you, 
Like I remember watching it once. Whenever yeah, y'all I was... have never assigned me a movie that's messed with me. Before. Yeah, but it, it, in a different way though. Would like never. Yeah, I've watched it by myself, like in a house by myself, at night. And is it a horror film? Or no, no, it's no. Sci-fi. I mean, it has kind of elements because how the computer is being sort of a, a movie pill. bad guy, yeah. you know. AI, but yeah. But it, no, it, it's science fiction. Oh, but the, the oh, scene yeah. in Kubrick in 2001 when he turns off all the life support of all the sleeping people, that it's just disturbing. Oh, yeah. Kills them all in their yeah. sleep. If you ever get a chance, uh, watch the, uh, go on YouTube and look up the H. John Benjamin clip where he, <laughs> he does all of Hal's lines from the pod bay scene. Oh, no. <laughs> Open the pod bay door, Hal. <laughs> no, I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's brilliant. I They're on a it. shelf. Yeah. That I oh, built. <laughs> but yeah, so we meet the house mother, Mrs. Mac. Mac, yeah. yeah. Who is not played by Shelly Winters. Yeah, she does I look know. like Shelly Winters in the Poseidon Adventure. Absolutely. She hides a bottle in every room. Yeah. Yes, she's got a bottle of liquor. She's even got one in the toilet tank, which is just some That's old school That's ghetto serious. shit yeah. right there. Serious alcoholic. Yeah. And she's based on a real person. I'm sure she is. Yeah, a she's lot ba- of real she, yeah she's based on Bob Clark's aunt. <laughs> That, really? That's oh, what he wow. said. That's wow. what he said. Yeah, that's funny. So it's like she must have been that's a cool sad and funny. We, we've all <laughs> yeah. got one. Oh yeah, you know we do. So I family. can't believe Bob Clark had the privilege of directing two Christmas classics. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And was, two genre defining. Question, yeah, Derby. You know? yeah. Was one of the tropes that Alyssa pointed out? Uh, oh, of course, the virgin dies first. It, yeah, she has yeah. pointed that out. Yeah. Oh, okay, she did. Actually, y'all watch it together. Like that. Actually, Why is she still a virgin? That's what I wondered. Oh, well, maybe it's like just, you know, hand and mouth stuff. Uh, technically, you can yeah. keep it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, doesn't the virgin usually die last? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought they always died first. No. Actually, the, the final he, did, girl. he had three genre-defining movies, because really, I mean, Porky's oh, defined the sex comedy. Oh the sex gosh, comedy. Yes. Yes. This the slasher genre. Defined the slasher the family genre. family Christmas then, yeah. movie. Yeah, wow. you're right. Oh, huh. Damn. Well, Who Bob Clark? Yeah. Hell of an accomplishment. Yeah. Oh, uh, Darby will get this. Did uh, Claire's dad remind you at all of the character from Lady and the Tramp, the guy outside the zoo? That, uh, <laughs> well, yes, I do in several languages. That Holy guy. Holy <laughs> crap! Now he does. Uh, I know. See, <laughs> he reminded me. Uh, there's an actor, a TV actor. Uh, he was on Kolchak. Uh, he reminded me of that. But I actually thought if they remade this movie today. Brad Dourif should play. Brad Dourif. Yeah, oh, he'd be play. good. Yeah. Yeah. He actually reminded me strangely. I don't know why. He reminded me of Frank Oz. Uh, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> waka waka. Who oh, wants to hear Muppet. a funny ass joke? <laughs> a Muppets Black Christmas. Oh, oh my oh, god. No. This must okay, happen. In that in that universe. Okay, recast okay. as Muppets. Oh my god, is Muppets? Yeah, so Barb would be what's that strung out one? Kermit. Oh my god. Oh, I am uh, so with, fucked in the electric up. mayhem. <laughs> She's she's the guitarist in the Electric Mayhem. Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, don't I know cannot her name. remember. Uh, Crap! You would name the one Muppet I can't name. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wait, I can't remember her name either. I think John Saxon Janice, should be the only Janice. human character in the movie. <laughs> no, we'll get. Um, oh God, uh, Phil Dunphy because he, he remember he was in the first Muppets movie. Yeah, <laughs> we get Phil Dunphy to play the John Saxon character. I'm pretty sure her name was Janice, but I'm gonna Janice. Look it, up. it was Janice. Oh, okay. Yeah, awesome. it was definitely. Yeah, because Mike Rabiglia has a great joke about that. Yeah, because she's like, named after Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin. Yeah, right, um, right. he is. He was just like talking about like she's clearly on heroin, and she's just like Kermit. Can I use your leg to tie off my arm? Like, <laughs> I've got hepatitis. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh my god. <laughs> so who would? Okay, so. Uh, Oh, Janice the tough. Muppet. Janice yeah. the Muppet would be Barb. 
Um, We're gonna have to break genders here. Oh, we can do yeah. that. That's fine. Uh, who would who would the murderer be? Well, you mean who would Peter be? Cookie Monster. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, real, real Muppets. Not that Sesame Seed. No, no street crap. Sesame Seed stuff. <laughs> I don't like Sesame Seed. Uh, animal? Geez. Probably Animal. Animal? Yeah. Oh my God, picking yeah. up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, especially the lines on the phone. Well done, Jason. Yeah. Well oh done. Oh my God. <laughs> because uh, for those of you who don't know, the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the caller Swedish chef Does... yeah we would dub both of them oh hey Kermit what's, what's going on hello chef I'm hungry um, I think uh, see Margot Kidder who's Miss Piggy she could be Mrs. Mac yeah Mrs. Mac could be Miss Piggy the, yeah. House, yeah. the house lady I the can house see mom. that okay um, Kermit would be Claire's dad I think. Ooh, controversy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tough. Beaker could get the bag over his head. Oh, no, Beaker know. could be the dad. Oh, Beaker could be the dad. Yeah, yeah that would be good. Because he be just, good. like, he's just, he's just there, and he doesn't really accomplish anything. And he's like, my daughter, my daughter. Me, 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 me. And then Bunsen Honeydew could be John Saxon. Yeah. Yes. There you go. There you go. Casted. Scooter would be the first one murdered. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe, no, I think Scooter, I think Scooter should be... Uh, Barb, I think Scooter should make it to the end. No, I said Janice is Barb, because she's wait, 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 not Barb. Um, Olivia Hussey, Jess, Jess. I think Scooter should be Jess. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Or Scooter could be the cop that they they pull. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's Gonzo. (laughs) (laughs) Happy. Gonzo's the cop at the front desk. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the cop who doesn't know what fellatio means. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's a new extension. But I didn't say fudge. <laughs> I said the F E L. Nice crossover. Yeah. yeah well Bob, Same universe. We Bob just need Mark, yeah. yeah, we need uh, Darren McGavin to be in this and then we'll, you know. <laughs> Which you could totally have put uh, Darren McGavin in as the John Saxon character. Oh yeah. Got totally. It. Yeah. Totally good. So, uh we've already passed it. It happened several minutes ago, but there's so many crazy lines in this movie that just get thrown away but when off the wall yeah when the moaner first calls the sorority house uh the other girls are kind of distressed and they're like oh my gosh what are we gonna do you know and barb isn't taking it very seriously she's like oh this is just some weirdo calling us they're like but what about that girl that got raped in town the other day barb and she's like oh come on you can't rape a townie and i was like well that's designed to make you just immediately not like her oh yeah here's the thing this movie came out in 74 and i was very shocked at how vulgar the language is in this film like it's It's, it's one of the first movies to use cunt yeah, as as a, in a mainstream movie, just to throw that in there. A lot of the gets... stuff he says, I can't repeat. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it was because the first movie I ever heard that word in was The Exorcist. Ooh, oh yeah, your yeah. mother seventy three. Yeah, 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 around the um, same time. Yeah, because the, the, 70s, the moaner man. when he does call the <laughs> obscene calls that he's making, he's talking about licking certain parts of the girl's anatomy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. now you know why how that word got used. Asking in this them context. to lick certain parts. Now, of I him. think they can yeah, probably yeah. you know. Put two and two together, but we have to talk about we have to talk about uh, um, Phil, Phyllis. Oh, oh yeah, yes. they all. It, her, she's actually she's credited as Phil. Oh, who gets the bag? Well, that's what they call it. No, 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 no. no that's Claire. Jewish, that's the, Claire, the Jewish looking girl. Oh, curly hair. Uh, yeah. yeah, who's dating uh, Shallot? Right? Is yeah, Jean Shallot. Jean Shallot. She's, um, she's no, uh, played by Andrea Martin, yes. who um, 
has been in just a shit ton oh of stuff. Oh my gosh, uh, she, she is a prolific comedian. Yeah. SCTV. Yeah. Um, Sorry, this hat my, that Jess has on is so very. She's gonna make it after all. <laughs> yeah, pink hat. I yeah. can see that. And I do like the fact that she picks the morning of his big, you know, She couldn't have just waited twenty four hours. Yep. And that's why he fucks up his concert. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like it's and destroys his piano with a stool. So yeah, so <laughs> Jess announces to her boyfriend Peter that she's pregnant, and uh, he, because of this part of the story, he becomes a suspect as far as who might be terrorizing right, the girls right, in the sorority yeah. house. Well, he threatens her multiple times. Yeah, yes. you'll be sorry. You'll well, be sorry. He, he yeah. keeps telling her yes. So he's the uh, he, Peter. He's Peter. the red herring. So <laughs> yes. uh, he does guilt trip Jess and basically tells her that, you know, you can't kill the baby, Jess. You can't kill the baby. I'm sorry, he- Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Abort the baby, Hal. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, sorry. So going back. So what is a star child? Uh, okay. Proceed, no, proceed. no, no. I've already explained it once tonight. No, in, in, in <laughs> no I don't. I in, didn't in understand 2001 it. A Space Odyssey. The, the gentleman who plays Peter, who is the actor there. Kierdala. What's his name again? Kierdala. I'll never I'll It's never a great name. Kierdala. Yeah, anyway. He, he evolves. He evolves eventually into this star baby at the end. You see the baby heading toward Earth, and that's the end of the movie. It's this giant oh, baby okay. floating through space. I thought it was space. like sort of a species thing or something. So it's, it's, you it's said it was baby. science fiction. It's so a space, space baby. baby. Space baby. Yeah. Hey, remember when your parents used to get you drunk at, at the frat houses, guys? Like, oh, yeah. my God. This was... That was pretty shocking to me too. Is the fact that the sorority girls are at they are an, bitches. They, they're at a frat house and uh, Lois the, Lane sucks. To, yeah, it's supposed to be a charitable event that they're hosting because uh, even one of the boyfriends is uh, Gene Shalit's dressed like Santa. Gene Shalit. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, you see in the background while Claire's dad is calling around trying to figure out where she is because she's gone missing because she's the first one murdered. Yeah, you see this little boy getting liquored up in the background. I know it's great. Like, oh, that, yeah. You know that I mean that little boy at some point stood by the pool and went, "We're all getting laid." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it. I liked Margot Kidder's closing line with that little bit. She's like, uh, <laughs> "You're drunk, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did anyone else keep thinking of Jane Seymour? Oh, of course. Of okay, because yes, I mean, yes, yes. I, I was like, I actually got to the point where I was like, are they related? Because she just has that Jane Seymour vibe. Another person who's aging backwards. Hmm. Oh, yeah. just like just like uh, Julia Julia Louis Louis Dreyfus, Dreyfus, yeah. 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 yeah, or Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Um, I don't know that I agree with that one. Oh, okay. She looks, she looks fantastic for her age. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know that she's Julia Louis Dreyfus Dreyfus level. Well, oh, fair enough. But, now, um, how much of that is just because you don't like her? No, I love Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> oh, I think she's I great. Know. I like her in movies and stuff, but uh, I just, you know, just oh, did you guys hear the new- it like I see it. Leprechaun. Did you hear the news today about uh, Ben Affleck? Uh, what oh, no. What Uh-oh. did he do? Ben Affleck apparently has come up with the reason why he was an alcoholic, and her name is <laughs> Jennifer Garner. Really? Yeah. She, she drove him to the bottle? It, well, wow, she, she prevented really... him from getting sober. That was that oh. was his that wow. was his thing. So he's whatever whatever. And how did she manage this feat? Yeah, like, come on, Ben Affleck. Yeah, it's like, oh no, you're the one. Come on, it's Ben Affleck. Yeah, of course. Uh, so yeah, whatever you know, cachet he had in Hollywood is is steadily. Yeah, because he's <laughs> he, yeah going against the mother of your children publicly is never a smart idea, Alec right. Baldwin. Well, isn't it isn't yes. it typical <laughs> of an alcoholic to blame everyone else but themselves? People have made this observation today. <laughs> like, um, isn't step two taking responsibility? I know, exactly. 
First, you have to recognize there's a problem. Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. yeah. Then divorce her. Yes. Um, now, we are coming up on our break. <laughs> <laughs> so... You might have just won the episode. Oh my god. Uh we we are uh at break time, so we we will be back in about one second. We're back. And we're watching Margot Kidder. Uh she's a real kidder here. Yeah, she, oh. she plays a gang on the on the front desk. Police officer. Yeah, she's officer. kind of a he is kind of a jerk. To be he, well, he's a yeah. yeah. He's he's a he's an asshole and a stupid asshole. He's a condescending, <laughs> stupid person yes, somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he they make it a point throughout the movie that if you give this guy a task, he will fail. Yeah. Right, and, right. and that sort of builds up to the point when John Saxon, damn it, Barney, la- later tells her or <laughs> tells him, five. you know, get you know, don't call, fuck call, this up. Don't fuck it up. Call her. Mm-hmm. Tell her put the phone down. Leave the house. That's it. And if you mess this up, I will kill you. And he totally screws it. I know Margot Kidder's supposed to be like the unlikable bitch, but she's kind of my favorite character in this movie. She's got the most texture of all the characters, for sure. Most by personality, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's odd. She's got that choker. She drinks to give herself a personality. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, funny, the drunk chick at the party is the one that's most interesting. Yeah. Every sorority house has a Margot Kidder. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It's always the drunk girl. It's like uh, the way Mateo Lane says, he's like, ladies, if you go out and suddenly gay men flock around you and they're like, yes, queen, yes. And you're like, oh, I made friends. You didn't make friends. (laughs) We we love messy white women in particular. (laughs) So... But yeah, the drunk chick at the party. Yeah, that no, my <laughs> my fiance was in a sorority in college, and she was like, "Yep, nope." There's always a Margot Kidder, and there every time. It's like the law. It is. Yeah. Well, and well, actually, she, she gets it in the end. Yes, that's well. No, she gets it in the front, doesn't right. she? Yeah. <laughs> she gets penetrated by a unicorn. A unicorn statue. Yeah. What a way to go. Yeah. yeah. I it's mean, if you Don Charlie, <laughs> if you have to get impaled, <laughs> do it with a porcelain unicorn. I actually like his piano performance here. I don't know why they I, like, hate it. Well, <coughs> it's me. so terrible. I was actually watching this trying to figure out if he was screwing it up or not, or if that's literally what he was trying to do. Yeah, like, know. you know. Because it sounds heavy. Well, like because it. He looks like an even more off-putting Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was thinking like Malcolm McDowell meets Viggo Mortensen, but yeah. Uh, Malcolm, well, Malcolm McDowell was offered a possibility to be in this. What, what role, I wonder? That. The, yeah, role, the role yeah. of Peter, but he turned it down, he and he he's he's regretted it uh, ever since. I could see him killing that role. Yeah, well, he would yeah. do very well because it was well, Clockwork Orange. I mean, right yeah. after Clockwork yeah. Orange. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. He's in the recital hall now, but he was rehearsing earlier in the same church from Carnival of Souls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did anybody else get that impression? I would no. love it if one of the like like he stops playing, and all of a sudden the preacher from Carnival of Souls comes this in. This is obscene. Obscenity. <laughs> Have you no reverence? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be great. Oh, and then man. he drives off a uh, a bridge. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, true. Yeah. Gasp. Thunk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So Peter is in distress because he's yeah. stressing over the fact that his girlfriend wants to abort his baby, and his day just gets progressively worse because <laughs> yes, he has a bad day. <laughs> he and uh, Olivia Hussey kind of swap gender roles as far as this goes, or the, at least the tropey gender roles where. The girl's the one who wants to keep the baby, and the guy's kind of urging her not to. It's the opposite in this movie. He's the one who's desperate to keep their kid, and to the point where he's like, "No, Jess, like, you stop thinking this way. Like, we're gonna finish, or we're gonna move in together, and we're gonna get married." Yeah, and she's like, 
Peter, I don't want to marry yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I like the gender switch in, in there. Yeah, yeah she well, because well, she tried to be gentle and diplomatic about it at first. She was like, Peter, don't you remember when we first got together? She was like, you. She was like, that was your dream to be a concert pianist. Like, you can't just give up on the things that you want. I mean, remember what I, I sure told you, you that I have <laughs> yeah. things that I want to do, and you know he's about to get broken up with. I love. I'm how, sorry. The uh, the love child of Mickey Dolans and Jack Black just showed up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh no. And, and, and he, he's wearing, uh, you know, meatloaf's his own fur coat. coat. That's a, it. That's his a, coat. It's a pimp coat. Yeah. I, I love how uh, to go back with what Jader was saying. I love how Peter literally goes, "You will marry me," and then uh, and then when she's like, "I will not marry," you, he's like, "Okay, but you'll keep the baby." <laughs> yeah. He's just trying to tell her what well, she's gonna do. Th- there was something I thought about when I watched this, and I just want to share it with you. Let you know what you think. Let me know what you think. No. So there was there was seminal <laughs> legislation and uh, Supreme Court decision that went on about a year before this film was made. Are you familiar with it? I thought it was. I was it nineteen seventy three. This is this is seventy four. Was that Roe versus Wade? Okay. Roe versus yeah, Wade really? was passed in seventy three, and you know. Old white men have always been telling women what to do with their womb, right? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. they have. <laughs> but and, and you know, they should do what we say, right, Jade? Let's move past okay. the abortion topic. <laughs> I think that one might be. No, but didn't you yeah. think it was unusual that it was in the film? I, I felt uncomfortable. Well, it the was, di- the director um, the director has addressed that. Oh, he has. Where, okay. where he, people have said, "I don't like the movie because it's pro choice. I don't like the movie because it's pro life," and he's like. We just needed a device, and yeah, we needed a way. He to knocked sit, her up, and there was there was an argument. Yeah, and she, yeah. And she yeah. got Could, to cave in his head with a with a poker. Well, because what what he said is he goes, we could just as easily have fopped it, and it would have been the same. Right. Right. Honestly, yeah. 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 I mean, it's just it works this way because it ties in with the whole Billy and whatever the hell happened to him as a kid, you know. Thing. Yeah, you don't really. <clears throat> properly piece that together it's like yeah unless i was missing something because it sounds like he's responsible for what it sounds like his little sister dying yeah, Ab- yeah. abigail Ag- well, agnes agnes and yeah. like his parents clearly blamed him for it but it, like it's bizarrely sexual at the same Mar- time Mar- well, margot kidder really drunk <laughs> <laughs> actually drunk I, I kind of like that the mysterious the killer is so ambiguous and he says these things that are clearly something from his like screwed up childhood, but you don't actually know the whole story behind him. He's just a mysterious, crazy killer who came out of nowhere and climbed in their attic. Yeah. On Christmas. yeah. But <laughs> there is a weird, not that this is canon, but in, in the crappy 2006 remake, they actually tried to give Billy a backstory. And I think it was something along the lines of like his mom raped him and then he had they had a baby together and that was his quote-unquote sister named Agnes and then he was so uh, upset about what happened that he killed Agnes it was a really screwed up backstory they try to give him in the remake it, the, the Bob Clark has said that and I, I this is as close to canon as you can get he said in his mind it was his parents abused him made him live in the attic he killed his parents. Uh, that makes and, sense. And then his yep. sister, I don't know if he killed her or something. It but, seems like they had some sort of a sexual relationship yeah, yeah. of some sort because he's he's violating some of these women. Like, Yeah, he definitely did not grow up, you know. In a okay. healthy, wholesome yeah, way. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And they said that he got the actor to stand on his head <laughs> while he was recording some of the voices to get that really kind of bizarre sound. Wow. Wow. What does, what would standing on your head accomplish? I don't it know. It compresses your larynx. 
Yeah. Oh, you're oh, right. Okay. Yeah. By the way, if you're not a fan of bizarre sounds and shrieks, this is not the <laughs> no, movie for you. No, really do not watch if you this are film. subject to sensory overload, this is not the film for you. Or if yeah. you're sexually attracted to pianos, <laughs> not the movie for you. <laughs> because that piano takes a beating. <laughs> but if you're turned on by any of those things. Oh, yeah, then go for it. Yeah. God, bring the KY and I've watch got, this film. <laughs> I got oh no, my God, no baby, no piano. I got nothing left. <laughs> if you check off to one movie this year, man. <laughs> <laughs> Make it Black Christmas. For your consideration, yeah. Black Christmas. <laughs> it's like a full-page ad for in your, Jugs magazine. I think you mean for your consideration. Consider, yes, uh, you are correct. Mm. You are correct. Uh, what else? Yeah. <laughs> wow, you just took the all the air out of it. <laughs> yes. So the body counts so far. Claire um, and... Presumably a little girl. And a preteen girl, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we haven't lost the house lady yet, have we? Spoiler no, Mrs. Alert. Mac is still alive. <laughs> yeah, okay. the, yeah the, the alcoholic Mrs. Garrett. Her death is awesome. <laughs> girls, 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 girls. girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, this guy is a pop, pop culture genius over here. Oh right. I, I mean, look, you're, can you see anything but Mrs. Garrett now? So right. No. You're I so see right. Mrs. Garrett and Shelly Winters from Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what happened. Yeah. Her and, death is great, though. And we have to mention uh, one of the true <laughs> heroes of the movie, and that's Claude the Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Claude the Cat. Because this poor cat. Like, little bastard. And they even sort of imply at some point that he's compelled to eat Claire because he's up in the attic with the killer, and he jumps on Claire, and he starts, like, flashing, like, licking her. Yeah. And He's hungry. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, I've heard of that, what animals consume, like, especially um, with... Uh, you know, L- Lane Staley, the lead singer from Alice in Chains, mm-hmm. um, she was eaten by her e. pet. Well, he was eaten yeah. by his pet after he, yeah, after he passed. Yeah, his, because uh, autoerotic. Like, uh, <laughs> no, just the old-fashioned kind. Oh. David Dr- a drug overdose, Jesus. you know. Oh, okay. But uh, okay, yeah, good. if they get left alone too long with the animal, and the animal has nothing to eat, that's oh yeah, they'll eat survival. Your <laughs> the, the cat in the movie though wouldn't do any of that on cue, and so they had to like rub uh, catnip. All over her face to get the cat to lick her, and so at not one only point, she have a plastic bag on her head. She's got cat. Yeah, well, she was a swimmer, it. so she she actually said it. She could hold her breath for a really long time. Oh God, because um, that's one thing that would scare the hell out of me as an actor. I would never do like in Lucky Number Eleven, the bags over the head. I would never be able to do that. The thing that gets me that I would never do is Clockwork Orange when they hold his eyes open. Ooh, Ooh, screw yeah, that. Yeah. No. no. Well, okay, let's play this game, Jason. What's something you would never do for a movie set or? Uh, probably the buried alive bit in Kill Bill Volume Two. Okay, because that's that's my that's my phobia. Okay, that's yeah. a terrible what about fear. You, Mr. Brown? Yeah, nothing sharp up my anus. It's just not okay. gonna let that happen. Not gonna work. What about a pocket watch, or a uh, yeah, any sort of what about any or, sort of time piece? Put in a lubricated condom. Yes. Okay. Okay. All you right. and I can be friends then. Okay. okay. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Uh-oh. Smack that image right out of my head. <laughs> yeah, and apparently there was one part where, the, where when the cat jumps, and that's literally Bob Clark throwing the cat. Wow. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Because, you know. No animals were harmed yeah. in the filming of this. Well, well he would land maybe. on his feet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, the meanest sport involving cats is that it was like some YouTube phenomenon that was happening for a while where people would hold a cat and they'd have a gun in their hand and shoot the gun and see how long they could hold on to the cat. Oh my god. I was like that's just. That's like rodeo. I like the pickle trick but that's way too far. You can go to jail for that. I mean, pickle Rick? Yeah. I can yeah you can that. absolutely. It's like the kids who uh, who kick the cat. <laughs> they they drop kick the cat 
Oh. Went to jail. No, the oh. cops found them. Yeah, that put is their asses in jail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't like anyone hurting animals. Nope, I'm not a fan. And then some dude in the uh, the bunk above took out a thing of catnap, and a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in Shivers, he's yes. all about the pickles. He's all about the pickle. <laughs> pickles. Oh, did you tell uh, Adam Darby about the game you guys play at uh, your house? Oh, you and Josh? so um, I gifted Josh a <laughs> Funko Pop pickle Rick doll several years ago for Christmas, nice. and okay. we. We play hide the pickle. <laughs> no, we play we all hide. over the house every Christmas. Yes, in every room. Every room, um, <laughs> you've, you've christened them all. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you're in the no, day, sometimes take, at night. We take Rick and we place him in different strategic <laughs> hiding places. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Around the house. <laughs> Around the strategic house. Strategic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I love it. And that the longer like fun. I'd so far, it. I'm the champion of hide pickle Rick. Nice. Hide pickle Rick. Hide the pickle Rick. Everybody. Everybody. Wants a daughter that ends up being the, <laughs> the best at hide the yes. pickle. Oh, my parents are so proud. Uh, Cavity searches are not permitted, though, right? Yes, yeah. No, that's cheating. Yes. <laughs> and it's way it's too Christmas. Obvious. Oh, this is the best death of the movie. So every attic yeah, yeah. has, yeah. yeah, every uh, attic has a meat hook. Oh, I've got yeah, like I've got like half yeah. a dozen. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Yours doesn't? A yeah. Swingable meat hook that oh, will hook into you... the side of your head and yeah. lift you up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the, all the well rig to, to do it. Yeah. They're so well aimed. Uh, the he has experience. They weren't going to do this. Uh, Tootie's to revenge. They weren't going to kill um, <laughs> Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. Like Garrett. But um, girls. <laughs> the sorority house is actually from the Cobra set. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, well, Clark just took advantage of a great opportunity as far as I'm concerned. So they wrote that in. Because Why they had the Cobra. she dressed like an airline stewardess? I don't know. That's, that's her dream. Because well, she's about to travel. She's going to her sister's for Christmas. Uh, God. <laughs> she gets yanked up. And she loses a shoe. Why would she think the cat's in the attic? I, yeah, I was like, so it. the cat yeah, climbed she heard, a ladder. She heard it. Yeah. It's Open very, the hatch. It's very Edgar Allan Poe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But, I suppose so. They but, should have um, done a slide whistle effect. Like the like <laughs> Billy should. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the killer keeps luring. The, he lures his first two victims by meowing like the cat. Oh. <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's, that's like... like Page one of being a serial like killer. Serial <laughs> killer 101. Billy, Billy would make an incredible voice actor. He does like eight voices yeah. in this movie. He's yes. extremely talented. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very versatile killer. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially his middle name is Legion. Um, <laughs> now, we, and I want you guys to help me out on this. The thing with the fact that there's a, a missing little girl, mm-hmm. it, besides establishing like a search party thing, I, it, that just struck me as sort of like a weird sort of like a corollary or tangent that didn't seem to yeah there was no payoff the, to it it didn't it wasn't really relevant and you don't explicitly know that he's that Billy is the person who killed the girl right, right? you know right. it's like they mentioned a girl who was raped before you know the townie and it's yeah. like was that supposed to kind of make us think maybe Billy had raped her or yeah you know no, I, I. Yeah, they don't really tie together or correlate. You're right. No, so. I like the ambiguity. I like yeah. that about this movie. Yeah, it, well, it's funny that a movie can be this ambiguous and pull it off, and it's enjoyable. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll get to that when we get to the end. The thing about this movie is, even though it's not my, not nearly my favorite slasher, it's the eeriest one for me because it's the most realistic. And this there's could so much actually tension. happen. Yeah, yeah. you can yeah. actually feel. Oh, like I was so tense when uh, Olivia Hussey's 
in the basement oh, with yeah. the uh, the fire poker. Like that was I was yeah. genuinely just like on the edge of my seat. Mm, yeah. and, and I'll tell you, I watched this movie after everyone went to bed. It was like one thirty when I finished. When I walked downstairs to check the doors to be locked, I, the hairs weren't. Yeah, up yeah. On the back of my neck. No, I had to take a bathroom break <laughs> in the middle of this movie, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going upstairs. <laughs> I'm about to be murdered." Josh, yeah. come with me into the bathroom, please. It, it's funny how, what? yeah. I mean, like, I guess that's really the the measure. Well, you know, if you're scared, he comes in with you and makes sure that nobody attacks you. Yeah, okay, stop with turn the microphones off. Good. Uh, I'm yeah. surprised I didn't have to sleep on the couch last night because the second Alyssa turned out the the lights in the bedroom, I did impressions of Billy. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, you are yes. so mean to your poor fiance. My that's, God, she puts very, up with a lot. That's very yeah, romantic. That's very what romantic. look as soon as that's you get in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put on your leather face mask. <laughs> I do have one. What other impressions can you do? Wait a minute, and I'll show you. Ew. Oh God! <laughs> he motorboats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, Okay, so Jane Seymour is now getting a phone call, uh, and and this is where we're going to we're going to set up my favorite character in the movie uh, because he is a lineman for the county. I am a lineman Thank for you. the county. Uh, the guy who has the hardest job in the world, which is literally. Running through a a phone switching. system switching thing, right? Yeah, it's like a star. It's like he's on the Death Star. Oh my you know? god! Like yeah, a little bit. It's like they keep they keep saying you got to keep him on the phone longer. Like it's she her has fault. Any control over that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like last night, I was like, "How hard is it to track a call?" And I'm like, "Oh wait, 1974." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. It was hard back then. I mean, well, it's, a, it's amazing. It's amazing to think that in 1974, if you made a phone call to London, there was literally an electrical circuit that you could follow oh, wow. from your phone to London. Oh my god! And it's literally, you know. And it's like, that's why, oh, it's long distance. It sounds You're blowing like his distant. young mind right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, they, I've never heard of this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's literally how it worked, you know? Long distance oh, was a real thing. Okay. Here's another red herring moment for Peter because Jess is on the phone and uh, you know that the calls are coming from inside the house. And Peter <laughs> has been waiting on Jess to come home because he flunked his recital or failed whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he, he blew it. And then beat the hell out of his piano. Like you do. Like you do. Yeah. And uh, Jess is on the phone with her back to the stairs, and you see, you know, somebody walking creepily down the stairs. Presumably and, the murderer. And it's sort of a jump scare for her, but then it's like, oh, it's Peter. Okay. I mean, it's clever because Peter, or uh, Peter, uh, the killer Billy actually has a similar body type and a haircut. And yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you do see flashes of him. That you makes see like it, a yeah. silhouette and all that. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know why Kiradella did this movie? Ghirardelli. No, he uh, because it was being filmed close to where his parents lived, and he wanted to go see his parents. Oh, that's nice. And Aww. so it was basically like, oh yeah, I can just do this, and you'll pay me. He one week, um, he was on set one week, and he made forty dollars. <laughs> he didn't work alongside any of the other actors, just because of how it worked out. Like he never met Margot uh, Kidder. Right. Um, right. He was in one scene with John Saxon. Right, yeah. right. Um, but it's a really good example of how you can take a little bit of material. He interacts barely with Phil. She's like, oh, hey, Peter. or so, It's like a really quick yeah, yeah. or something like that. It's almost all Olivia yeah. Hussey. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. You, you can take a little bit of material from an actor, and if you just if you know how to sprinkle it out, 
disperse and it's it. it's pretty amazing that they can do that so seamlessly. It's oh, an yeah. it's an impressive movie. It's a low budget filmmaking technique for sure. Yeah. But but the director really 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 wanted him for this role, and the question was, why? <laughs> like two thousand one. Two thousand one. But at that point, it was like five, six years old. Yeah, I but think. he okay. You know, you Fair got enough. he loved you know, it. He, he was loved that's it. it. That's it that's a big movie. Yeah, it was a big movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And here, I mean, he's he's still actually oh, acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. still on. What uh, would I have seen him in? Ah, oh, jeez, mm, that's tough. Uh, I don't know. 2010, the sequel to 2001 with Roy Scheider. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's funny how the girls keep getting turned down by the police at first by the front desk guy, and it's not until Claire's boyfriend, who somehow knows a higher up detective, he's like. Hey Ken, I need you to help me out. This guy is not helping us, and my girl's missing, and I I took her out a couple times, whatever. And so that finally gets the wheels moving. Yeah. Well, he wears an actual fur coat. Yeah, which means you're going to take that guy seriously. <laughs> you're you're a, a man walks slapped. in. A man walks <laughs> in in a fur coat. You're yeah. You better pay attention. And, yeah. and that's the act. And, ring. That's yeah. where you get your women from. Well, and how you were talking about you know low budget. Oh, I see where you're going with this now. Huggy <laughs> oh, bear. Um, he knows the people that they, know the people that rob the people. They the director asked the cast to provide their own clothes <sighs> to save money, and that that coat is still in that actor's closet today. That's why. Yeah, wow. yeah, okay, he's, yeah. He's, that's his coat, and that's that's his coat from that movie he was kinda, in. Right kind of like your chair, Mr. Brown. <laughs> My favorite chair. That's oh, right. Yes. Yeah. This, this movie does a really good job of getting you in the Christmas spirit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this totally. is how I feel about Christmas. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Totally how I feel about Christmas. <laughs> many yeah. many of us do. Yeah. Especially it's, when <laughs> the absolutely fake children's choir comes around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh you mean, wait, wait. You mean the, the Mormon ch- tabernacle the, yes. yeah, choir? The, the children's choir that sings at 186 decibels. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Uh, I mean, there's literally somebody upstairs screaming and being murdered to death, and a couple of kids are drowning it out. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Some way. There's also a 747 flying over at a very low altitude. No, it's stuff like that's forgivable. You know, I think caroling is not forgivable. (laughs) I've never caroled. I was going to say, when was the last time? uh, It's been several years for me. Yeah, I grew up in the country. We didn't really have any place to go caroling to. You had to drive 40 miles to the nearest house. It wasn't worth it. It it was like like trick or treating. I mean, pretty much it meant going to your aunts and uncles' houses. Yes, I caroled once. Uh, It was. Through our church, and we were caroling at uh, the old folks' home. Did they give you hot cocoa? No. Because you can't spell Christmas without (laughs) us. Does drunkenly serenading a woman outside her window at night count as caroling? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, then you have to on the song. (laughs) I'll allow it. It was July, and he's singing Jingle Bells. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, when was this? It's oh Christmas in July. Adam, it's Easter. It's a <laughs> hypothetical situation, right? Mr. Darby. It's Derek. Flag Day. Get here, out of here. Here's my question, though. Here's my question. Did it work? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's a Christmas miracle. This See, I'm, glad, I'm glad that he didn't go with the boombox over the head. That's been done to That's death. That's copyrighted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they'll, exactly. yeah, they, yeah, they'll sue your ass off. Can't pull a yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of Christmas, though, don't forget that it's the season uh, to put a pack of cigarettes, a Twinkie, and some shoes in yes. your crawl space yes, for, fat for John McClane. John okay. McClane. Oh, yeah, yeah John for John McClane. Yeah. Done. Because he's up there crawling around and he gives you your Christmas presents. That's true. He knows <laughs> what a, a TV Potter dinner movie. feels like. Oh, yeah. 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 As long as it's Hungry Man. (laughs) So, uh, yes. uh, Quickly, John Saxon jokes. Yeah. So the detective 
Yeah, he keeps ragging on the front desk guy because, like you said, Jason, the front desk dude is pretty inept, and he's yeah. he's not taking the girls seriously. But uh, the detective actually comes in and starts putting things in motion and says, "All right, you know, here's the sensible thing: we're gonna tap these girls' phones." Like, and so he actually we're gonna goes, tap those girls' phones. Tap those girls' phones. <laughs> yes. Mm, yeah. She said, "Tap." Look at the size of that phone. It's me, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy is Arnold. What? Billy? Yes, do Arnold some Billy Arnold. lines as Arnold, please. Oh, Come God. <laughs> you can do Most it. of Billy's lines I can't repeat. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I, want you, I want you to say it as if, you were, as if you were saying it to your cleaning lady. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> your housekeeper. Heine Let's Maka. make a big-faced boy. <laughs> your Heinemacher Frau. Or, like, act as if you were Billy. You don't have to repeat anything that he said, but, like, describe... <laughs> You know, yeah, ad-lib obscene phone calls as Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and do it now. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> oh, yell for Claude as Arnold. Claude, you bastard. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> oh, Claude, I'm going to have you fixed. <laughs> oh, Claude, I'm going to have you fixed. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that is that's another thing we know about Hi, Claude. Claude is an intact animal. He's still got his testicles. It's yes, me, yeah. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think Schwarzenegger should play uh, Olivia Hussey's role. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, uh, and, um, do the line, um, do a, you're a real gold-plated whore, mother. As Arnold. <laughs> you're a real gold-plated whore, mother. <laughs> We've got that. Nowhere else in America can you hear that. Nowhere. Uh, nowhere. Uh, you remember Luke Skywalker at the end of Return of the Jedi? <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> oh, my God. Now, imagine his older... Him. Yeah. His, his older brother. Yeah. I will not fight you. That's it, Keith Skywalker. It was Wedge Skywalker. You will not kill the baby. <laughs> Keith Skywalker. Uh, I, I like also, that. by the way, that the sorority girls have uh, instant access to temperature, barometric pressure, and humidity. We all know that sorority girls are obsessed with weather. <laughs> they are. Obviously. Yeah. And, and they have the equipment right there. Hey, they want they need to be warm enough to be scantily clad. That's, That's true. the whole That's deal. True. How old was Olivia Hussey in this movie like, when she made this movie? <laughs> 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 I was at the speed at which I answered that question. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, she was. Got a real fan here. She was 23. Born yeah. in 1968 in uh, a <laughs> small town in Argentina. Yeah. Oh. I wanted to know if it was okay if I thought she was hot. Yeah, 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 it's totally fine. Oh, totally. Okay, it's not the correct. important question is how old was she in Zephyrelli's <laughs> Romeo and Juliet? Well, that was uh, six she years was prior. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, it was she, six years prior. Okay, yeah, never mind. Getting close. Yeah. Yep. Riding that line. will get you how many? 20? Yeah. I think it's yeah. about yeah. And Georgia, it's life. Um, in high school, I had a crush wah, on Juliet in that movie. Oh, I think everybody did. Oh, yeah. That was, was in the because let's be honest, in. just Lord. in high school. And Zac yeah. Efron was the was Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that Leonard Whiting <laughs> and Zac Efron look a lot alike. Yeah. Mind blown. Back then, yeah. they He definitely did. I always thought yeah. that was that's the only good thing about the Zeffirelli. I hate Romeo and Juliet. Everybody period. does, yeah. And I hate that version of it. But it's, it's got Basil Exposition in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. He cast from Logan's Run. Is that him? Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, yeah. yeah. Austin. It looks like <laughs> Juliet was beaten with an ugly stick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is all very much yeah, a slasher yeah. conversation. Um, yeah. Well, it's like sort of like you said, um, 
the tropes and the things that you see in this movie, instinctively, everybody sitting here kind of had a feel for what, how the movie was going to go. Yeah. Because we've seen so many movies that were essentially knocking off the formula right. that it created. So it's like, it's not the movie's fault. It invented yeah, we it. Retro- retroactively could, you know, yeah. figure it it's out. It's always a red herring. Yeah. The phone's always coming from in the house. Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. A, in a sense, those movies are derivative and this is definitive. Yes. You know. Yep. But nobody give. Here's the thing: Black Christmas doesn't get a lot of credit for anything. No. Everyone kind of forgot that this movie started all these things. So, I don't. Well, I'd never heard of this movie until you told me about say it. Darby. What? It's a cult movie. It's definitely yeah, it is, a cult yeah. movie. I know. Uh, this no was out to Seinfeld for it's her. It's not yeah. like Halloween or anything. It's so. a straight Th- This was one of those movies in the video store. I mean, like when I say Silent Night, Deadly Night, it's like I can remember standing in the horror section and like. There's Which is the, a very old sentence. Yeah, there's there's the cover for House Two with the with the hand ringing the doorbell. There's the cover to this, yeah. you know, and it's like it's one of those movies, and it kind of gets swallowed up. Well, in yeah. that whole genre. Yeah, the well, I mean, the girl with the bag over her head is a very iconic kind of oh, image. Yeah. yeah, it's very yeah. disturbing too. Yeah. Well, because they keep coming back to it throughout the movie. Uh, you know, you see everybody running around all Hanna Barbera style. Like, <laughs> Where's Claire? We gotta find Claire. <laughs> yeah, and the geometry of the house is a little. Odd. It is. Yeah. Claire basically looks like uh, an eel that just told a joke. <laughs> Her mouth is just hanging open. <laughs> job for Scooby and the gang. <laughs> yeah. Zoinks. I think they could have they could have cracked this case. Probably. Oh yeah. man, I want to see Scooby would have been able to smell yeah. the bodies eventually. Yeah, great crossover. Oh, yeah. Well, there would have been a funny scene where they would have gone upstairs and, and the cat and the cat the cat, cat would be Scooby eating. Around. You know, and then Scooby would bark at it, and there'd be a comical like thing, a little chasing, chasing. And the and cat would be like, dra- he, the cat would have you know her ear in his mouth <laughs> yeah. and be running around. <laughs> They'd be running in and out of all the many doors yeah. up in the. Up and then the Casey Kasem would be there too, so you know. And Velma would lose her glasses, and when she puts them back on, Zoinks. she looks up and sees Billy's eyes. <laughs> oh, but hopefully Billy kills Scrappy. That would be that would be great. That would be just great. get a gun for the NRA. He just shoot. hooks him. <laughs> <laughs> now then you would get your whistles. Your whistle sound. That's true. But then it would make yeah. it would make uh, uh, make him a kind of sympathetic character though. Yeah, and Scrappy yeah. doesn't deserve that. Not so. at all. No. You know, as as happy as I am that this movie didn't get a sequel, I'm surprised that it didn't get a sequel. Yeah, because today it would have five. Because they made like seven Silent Night, Deadly Night movies, you know, but they never made a Black Christmas two. They just made. Two remakes 20, 30 years later. Especially if it turned out that Claire lived like Sydney and yeah. I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. <laughs> well, or Scream. Scream, sorry. Yeah, Scream, I mean, yeah. you know, the, the obvious comparison is, you know, between this movie and, and Halloween. And, I mean, they're still trying to oh, get my, that resurrect, corpse. To, oh, resurrect uh, Jason. No, not uh, Jason. Uh, milk and the crap. Michael, Michael Myers. Michael Myers, Michael Myers yeah. and Jason and all those. Yeah, they're milking the crap out of them. And I think the next one they're just going to have Michael Myers played by Mike Myers. Yes. If anybody out there, I'd actually go see that. Yeah, I I could see that too. I guarantee he got a lot of ribbing when he was growing up with that name. Oh, God. Yeah. You know it. It's like Michael Bolton in Office Space. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. Doesn't get you as much action as you would think. Uh, if anybody here is a fan of this movie, by the way, Black Christmas, uh, avoid the remakes. There's actually a pretty solid 45-minute fan film on YouTube called It's Me, Billy. And it's about an older Billy continuing his killing rampage. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. And I, to check that out. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad for a fan film. Uh, we are coming up to our second break. So Alrighty. we are oh. going to be back in about one second. One. Peter. Peter, give me my puffer. 
I need my puffer. Okay, yeah, let's. let's and roll. we're back. Uh, so we're at the point. Legally, I have to do that. Yeah. Yes, you do. We're at the point in the movie, Hindsiders, where we discovered that Barb is an asthmatic who doesn't know how to use an inhaler. At all. Because she's using it upside down and she never even releases it. Well, like, to be fair, she's really drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. And not okay. really an asthmatic. Yeah. You know, yeah. the yeah. actress. Yeah. That's the first thing Alyssa pointed out because she does have an inhaler. She's like, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Josh noticed it at our house. I was like, oh, it is upside down. And I was yeah. like, because uh, I was on an inhaler shortly when I was in like high school, and but she didn't even press the button. Well, like no. she's having an asthma attack, but she doesn't even press the button. She just it, needs something in her mouth to relax her. Yes, that's right. Don't we well, all. it makes me it makes me wonder. But like, when did inhalers come out? Was this something that that Margot Kidder had not actually seen before? Because yeah, it is well, the early you know it's the early seventies. I. I don't know. Who knows? I think she's been around for a while. The reason why she's having the asthma attack is because Billy was hovering over her, and she's still just <laughs> drunk enough that uh, she sees his silhouette, but she writes it off as a nightmare. <laughs> the Torgo collection of, uh, <laughs> of of curtains. Oh, my God. Um, it's just Peter watching over me as yeah. I sleep. And, <sighs> you know, Jess takes a break from her day to enjoy a Snickers. Like, you know, yeah. She comes out to enjoy the little chorus children, and... Uh, who are just, just jamming as loud as they <laughs> fucking can. And you can tell all those kids, those poor actor kids, are just hating their lives right now. Like They promised us five it's, bucks. It's yeah. cold out, and I don't like singing. Show us your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> we want to... <laughs> they thought they were going to be the kids from the party scene. <laughs> we heard there was, was liquor here. Well, we got to do Christmas caroling. I know. Yeah. They probably Sucks. they paid all those Spike kids those five hot bucks chocolates. each, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. extras for five. Five yeah. bucks. So we're back to the point of view. Yeah. POV. Yeah. And there's, you guys, do you agree? There's nothing like a brutal stabbing to the sound of children singing Christmas carols. It's my favorite. Why I watch this movie every Christmas. Yeah. It's a niche in porn, I hear. (laughs) It's probably. (laughs) We call it snuff. There's there there's everything everything whoa mm. wait sorry that yeah. one just came in <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> didn't Nicholas Cage do a movie about that oh god I think oh. so uh, yes and nobody saw it <laughs> I did I don't oh. remember that it ends in a bargain bin poor uh. Nicholas Cage <laughs> who would have ever thought Keanu Reeves was going to win that race no you know <laughs> you know by a country mile although Nicholas Cage to be fair. He makes a movie for money, like a direct-to-video schlocky movie, uh-huh. gets a paycheck, and then he goes off and makes some crazy thing for himself. I think he's smarter than all of us. Yeah. You know? Oh, oh yeah. I'm not calling yeah. him stupid. I was just like... Hey, just remember, Nick Cage has the Oscar. Keanu does not. Yeah, and, but and, and Keanu's at, king hey, of the point, world. point at your microphone. You got it. Yeah. It, it works better if you talk into it. Oh, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Look, point look your that. face at your microphone, not, large not your finger. Oh, I know it looks like a robot finger, penis. I point my finger. <laughs> okay, Nick. <laughs> um, so we've covered a lot about oh. this movie. Oh. And now, <laughs> Margot Kidder that you is being see. killed yeah. with a glass unicorn, mm-hmm. stabbing her in the heart. It's such a such a coward's way to kill a drunk. Woman. Now, is it is it a glass? What's the it's heroic like a unicorn way to kill a drunk knife? woman? I don't no, no, she likes to collect unicorns. Don't you think that's a cowardly way to, to kill a woman? No, but I'm asking, what's a heroic way to kill a drunk woman? You gotta woman? let him get a five-minute jump on you. Oh, I thought you were gonna say, like, 
if she had a bear protecting her. Because <laughs> then it would, that would be pretty heroic to kill that bitch. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I've never killed a woman, so. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> Stipulating. Uh, but how many strippers have you contemplated murdering? Oh, contemplating? No. Contempl- wow. I That's love every, strippers. Every other weekend. I would never hurt a stripper. It's like I, I told you guys, I sent you those uh, little big videos, you know, the skibbity, and that is literally what's going on in my head on just a normal day. Oh, oh same with the Like, no. imagine a, a thought bubble coming up and that video <laughs> with most people it's a hamster in a wheel but with you it's the skibbity yeah, it's the skibbity song <laughs> oh, so yeah. the the movie sort of uh turns or it pivots when they find the body of the preteen girl yes that's that's when everything the becomes very d- starts to move fast with, yeah they run off yeah. with the kids and they're like oh a little girl was just murdered we need to get these kids home and it, you remember when phone calls Used to be important. Oh, yeah. Like I was thinking about that watching this. And it was universal because everybody's like, oh, stop what we're doing. I know we're having an in-person conversation right now. Your phone's ringing. You better go yeah, get that. Yeah. Like, Because it might the, be something important. Yes, it might. That was always the thing. That, no, I have to get it. It might be important. Yeah, and like... You didn't ignore the phone no. the way you do now. And plus, oh, yeah. like there are memes like that all over the internet. Not that either of you believe in it, but Darby knows what I'm talking about. It's like, remember the day? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Uh, that's <laughs> what you call a backhanded slap. <laughs> these, these two gave up a while ago. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's like, remember the days when you had a shared phone in your house yeah. and you didn't know who was calling you? It could be your... You know, your sister's boyfriend, it could be your dad's boss, and you just answered it like a psycho. It could be the FBI. <laughs> you know? I used to I mean, listen in the on The president all, could be calling. I used yes. to listen in on everybody's phone calls. I'd grab the other phone oh, yeah. in the house and, you know. Oh, yeah, that's how, like, that was parents fun. used to spy on their kids. Yeah. Like, they used you have to, to do listen that. to the other. You gotta Slow be really careful. Yeah. Often. Hand over the Ease phone. up the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. now you can't yeah. aggressively uh, hang up the phone anymore. No. You used to get that clanging sound when you'd slam the phone down oh, on the receiver. Oh, it was great. Like, oh, it was delicious. That hurt my oh, ear. it would ring, like, it, it would echo for like 30 seconds. Yeah, kind of like how Mitch Hedberg yeah. says, you can't have a fight in a tent because it's not as satisfactory as it is to slam a door as it is to zip a tent shut. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. shut up, zip. You know, a while back, I, I took apart a, a phone and I... I took an Alexa and I, I disassembled the uh, the Echo Dot and I put the guts inside of this phone. Like you do. Because it had, it had a speaker phone, so it had the grill for a speaker and it had like a little LED thing for a hold light so I could put the LEDs up there. This, my friends, is and, one nerdy honky. Well, you know, it's what I do. <laughs> uh, but whenever I was disassembling the phone, I took the bell out and as I took the bell out, it rang. Ooh. And it's like a sound I haven't heard yeah. in so no, many it's... years. But as soon as, I mean, the phone's ringing. <laughs> it was and you like, wanted to answer it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. right by my ear and it and the little, just tiny little bell. And it was just like that. And it was ding, 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 ding. Wow. Like, oh, my God. Flashbacks. Well, well just it, imagine the 60s or 70s office where everyone had one of those loud ringing rang. phones. And it was everyone just like, did, oh, yeah. my God. That would drive us crazy And now. you screamed. Oh yeah, you and know. like there, the even the phone etiquette was different. Like if you, because I would pick up the phone and be like, "Hello," and people, since I have a deeper voice, people just thought I was my mom, and so they'd be like, "Hey, Janet." So anyway, uh, then they would just start a conversation instead of being like, "Hey, Jason, what's going on?" Like, it, it, you know, you, there was not much preliminary. What's the story? Activity. Morning glory. What's the word? No. Hummingbird. <laughs> Here's the thing. I just I was just missing like closing a cell phone, but you guys are going a whole new level. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Shut yes. up, fetus. Yeah, 
Well, yeah. I think we've actually talked about it before, like how dialing on the rotary phone, when oh. you had to dial a zero, oh, it was God. like an eternity yeah, <laughs> for it to get all the way back. back. I don't have the patience for that. I could never do a rotary phone. I actually, because um, like you I, got I, mad at your friends who had nines in their numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Damn it, Jeff. Like, Change your number. Girl's never going to call me. I got too many nines and zeros. <laughs> And, and, if and if your finger slipped out of the hole halfway through, you never knew who you were going to be calling because you don't know what number went. Uh, and then, you know, It's never good when your finger slips out of the hole. I knew that was going to happen. I opened that up, and then he took it. That's what she said. He popped it out. Like, you know, <laughs> like that. And so it slips out of the hole. And then I closed it up. Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh, now that's kind of creepy. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> He's starting oh, to Jason had to my fetch his rotary to scare phone. me a little bit. Yeah. So no, I just, I, yeah, I just wanted to demonstrate to the young people. Yes. Yeah, so oh, in case a, you're completely freaking lost right now. Yeah, look, see? So if you had, you know, like when you dialed it, you know, ones and threes are easy. Is that yeah. from yeah. college? Is that from when you were in college? Oh, this oh. is... This is from the school. late 40s. Okay. Think, yeah. And y'all but if remember, you had to dial a zero. So college. And I know y'all remember the grandma style rotary oh. phones too. They were like porcelain almost oh, <laughs> with yeah, gold yeah. filigree all over them. You are not kidding. Here, that takes that. some time. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> you can actually kill someone you by could hitting easily. them in the head with that phone. Yeah, it's yeah. Heavy deaths with those. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's like uh, three pounds probably. Misery, Operator? right? Yeah. Isn't that how Kathy Bates died in Misery? She got yeah. whacked yep. with a phone or something? Spoiler alert. Jeez. Right. If you haven't seen Misery, sorry. <laughs> Sucks to be you. It's a 30-year-old movie. Sorry. It's a freaking weapon. I know. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. It's you were right. You could really do some you damage. Could, yeah, and, and actually, the other side of it is almost blade-shaped. <laughs> Have you ever used a rotary phone, young Adam? What? Have you ever used an actual rotary phone? I've only seen pictures. Oh, my God. Are you? No. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Wow. Nope. (sighs) Even I feel old now. Yeah, I was about to say. Jeez. You don't even know what touch tone means, do you? (laughs) Wireless landlines were the oldest I can go. Oh, my. I remember when it was a big deal that we got a wireless phone. Oh, yeah. I remember my first answering machine that we all celebrated. It was wonderful. You have to do the family message. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. what you did? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or you could buy well, the tape from TV with the funny messages. Remember? Yes. Yeah. And my, yes. Well, my brother and I were playing once going back to that's our- That's if you were rich. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. $700. My parents got to witness a kind of a precious moment with their children because my brother and I were once uh, being the Muppets. I was being Kermit and he was being Miss Piggy. And we were like, you've reached Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. We're nerding right now. And so nice. it was like my parents were just listening to their children play on the voicemail. So it just- it's funny how we used to entertain ourselves before yeah, and the then, internet. And, and then it would be like you would be at home and the phone would ring and you'd let it go. The tape would spin up and you'd hear, oh, hi, it's Kermit the Frog. And there'd be this long thing. <laughs> and then you'd hear a voice going, hi, this is so-and-so from the uh, police department. Uh, <laughs> you know, here, would you please call us? It's in regard to your son. <laughs> or, or or like nine times out of ten, it was like, yeah. yep. The number you have dialed is no <laughs> yeah. longer. It's like, what the hell? Come on. Where'd that come from? I mean, there are like whole sounds that another generation doesn't know. Like, hello le- and leave, welcome to AOL movie le- phone. Leave the phone <laughs> off the hook. Yes. That sound well, echoing that. through the house. They did that in Wonder God. Boys because uh, Frances McDermott is trying to reach Grady. And she's like, I tried to call, but it seems there's something wrong. And it's off the hook with your phone, and she puts it back on the receiver. Right, yeah, that's kind of an old bit for that movie to have come out in two thousand. Oh man, that was great! That do not disturb, click. Oh yeah, 
or just no one un- calling me, or just unplugging the phone from the wall. Well, but if he had other phones, that's they true. Would ring. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> this is valuable yeah. consumer advice yeah. to our audience. Well, hey, the, the we phone try to is stay relevant yeah. in this movie, the rotary phone. So it, it is, and and I think this is the biggest trope, in my opinion. Uh, the, the fact that this movie, it technically didn't invent it because someone had done it before, but the okay. idea of the phone call coming from inside the, the house phone's coming from inside the house. Yeah, everybody thinks that comes from the nineteen seventy eight. Carol King movie, yeah. When a stranger calls, yeah. When a stranger calls, uh, because Carol Carol Kane plays the babysitter. That has have you checked the children? That movie, yes, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you checked the children? (laughs) But yeah, no. This this predates that movie. Yeah. Ooh, I want a room with a big map. All all men want a room with big maps. (laughs) Red yarn and yeah. So you can put in little flags. You can put up. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seems like. It's oddly dark Seems like in that office. Yeah. Oddly it's dark. the night shift. Yeah. Seems like only Rob's places with little flags on them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and getting to the unusual geometry. Well, no, let's talk about this scene first. I was pulling for that girl to live, by the way. I was too. Yeah, and I just realized off camera, Adam pointed it out to me. This is a, that's the aunt from Big Fat, or my big fat Greek wedding. And I had no idea. Yeah. I would never have correlated that. And I see it. Oh my very God, it clearly. is? Yeah, Holy see? crap. It's crazy. You can correlate it once you realize it, but I had no clue. Yeah, she's a legend. What do you mean he don't kill no girls? <laughs> it's awesome. Well, she was in Second City Television, too. Yeah. Very, very big in that. This scene is weird <laughs> because Look it's the almost like they... the phone. They needed to fill a few minutes or something. Yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, because the search party... So the girls are sufficiently freaked out and these two men and it, it, this is borderline creepy too these two men who are part of the search party and sort of raking the neighborhood um searching for claire and they, they're apparently from finland yeah <laughs> they appear at the kitchen wow. window as opposed to just like properly ringing the doorbell or something normal yeah and they're like oh don't be afraid and Lock- stop pointing the shotgun at them yeah seriously <laughs> i just noticed that god the whole scene i was just like please stop doing that it's Put almost the like the down. guy being turned down at the end of the date because they keep Alec trying Baldwin to close the door on him will surprise you <laughs> and he's like no god. wait hold on i got one more thing to say <laughs> oh god lord keeping it relevant right uh, of course but how often? How often do they recruit just anyone from a neighborhood to go? Well, search? for for no, all the time. Is that right? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. The more people yeah. you have, you can fan out, and they actually you know you're with police officers, and you yeah. move in a straight line like through a park that has woods or something. So never done it myself. I'm. I yeah. haven't either. I just I have. I've read about it. So yeah. Oh, he lives in Louisiana. They did things like that. Then. Well, people get bodies in the bayou. You know. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! They even have liquor bottles on their Christmas wreath. I just I now noticed that. Oh yeah! What a bunch of booze hounds! My Which God. actually, I thought that would be a cool gift for Christmas. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like Charlie. I'm gonna. I want one. This is my idea. You, it's a wreath, like an Advent wreath, and yes. you put, and you put little bottles, but each bottle like has is just attached to the wreath, I and every one. day. You pull down a different bottle. I want one. And you drink it. And then on, on Christmas Day, you got one last bottle why or that, something. Why like, is that not a thing? It needs your to wife be. has left you by this point. Or you're in the nursing home, like yeah. whatever, whichever. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Alone again. Alone again. I Naturally. Love, I love the shot here. Uh, whenever John Saxon goes into the auditorium, mm-hmm. the way it's lit where the only light is that little tiny door. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, and this is where you, uh, the detective starts to suspect Peter of 
having threatened the sorority girls because he notices mm-hmm. uh, Olivia Hussey tells him where to find Peter because he's like, hey, are you sure that, you know, it might not be your boyfriend? Let's go see where he's at. Like, where can I find him? And then he goes to the concert hall and finds the smashed up piano. So yeah. Peter clearly has some anger issues as far as the detective t- he can does. tell. Now, did Olivia Hussey just lock the door from the outside? Yes, I noticed that too. Yeah. She totally did. So she locked herself in. She couldn't get out. Yeah, because that that is a weird thing when she's trying to get out of the house. She well, can't get she, out. I she think can't. that's an, an old school thing where maybe the school mom or the house mom does that so that the girls can't sneak out at night. Oh, but they have oh. windows. I know. I'm not saying it was <laughs> I mean, effective. I'm saying. I know they're not bright, but they're not that dumb. <laughs> you know. The one who got killed early on, I think she would have figured out how to open a window. Yeah, I think you're right. And that's why he took her out first. <laughs> yes. But there, there was a little uh, playbill or something. The, the, the house marm apparently was an entertainer or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah like a oh, yeah, because yeah, there's a musician. Sort of, or, there's some sort of throwaway, like, they insult her when she first comes to the house and you first meet oh. Mrs. Mack. They're like, oh, the queen of Vaudeville over here. Yeah, and so, yeah. yeah, I think she was an entertainer of some sort. I totally missed that detail. Yeah, they they because she's like stumbling. She can never open the front door, and the girls always have to let her into the house. And then they're like, "Oh, check it out! Here's the Queen of Vaudeville." Well, uh, you know, she, she she does exhibit uh, pretty profound alcoholism too. So, oh yeah, you know. but it was the seventies. Everybody, it, it was funny if somebody was a drunk. You know, it wasn't yeah. alcohol. It wasn't alcoholism. Unless, unless kind of like it was in- your family member. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was funny. If it was the neighbor. <laughs> Yeah, it's no fun to <laughs> actually have the alcohol in your family. That's right. The, the now, waking up running. and seeing your neighbor naked in the snow next door, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. But, yeah. And it's just like in Carnival of Souls, that guy, uh, the creepy guy across the way. Landon. Yeah, Lyndon. Uh, Lyndon. Lyndon. Uh, he was bragging about how much alcohol he drinks. He was like, oh, yeah, it keeps me cheerful and uh, makes it's me a good worker. It's the continental way. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't dream of starting He's like, I'm a heck of a drinker, yeah. He, he's like impressing. He thinks he's impressing his date by telling her that. So it, You don't remember being a teenager? I mean, that's how you impressed everyone, how much money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but this was like a drink. 30-year-old man that we're talking about. Uh, I don't know. Now, some of us never grow up. I find this to be a, sort of an interesting. Clearly. Um, yes, time and space thing in the movie we find out that the calls are coming from inside the house yeah okay yes john saxon is at the university's um, he's at the conservatory conservatory okay and he finds out i'm gonna drive right over to the sorority house and, and uh and just you know tell her to leave the house and i'm on my way i'll be there in five minutes 45 minutes later yeah he shows up it how big is the university? How big is this campus? Yeah. Well, not only that, but how did he get that communication? I don't know. <laughs> what communication? They, they didn't have phones in cars back then. I, it, they they it had to have patched it in over the radio. It was a radio. Yeah. I it was know. the dispatcher radio. Yeah, I remember. And okay. So the, like the dispatcher might have been doing this to the, the dead cop. The front uh, desk yeah. guy... Uh, he calls the detective and he's like, it's coming from six Belmont. And he's like, you idiot. So it even goes back to how stupid yeah. he is. He's like, you idiot. The calls are going to six Belmont. Yeah, he's his like, stupidity yes, they're also, is very important. He's like, yes, they're also coming from six Belmont. Bum, bum, bum. And he's like, just calm down and be nice when you talk to her. Cause he's been rude <laughs> to the girls up to this point. He's stay like, calm. Stay calm. 
Like you got to get out of the and, house. And no matter what you do, don't <laughs> we got to nip tell- this thing in the bud? <laughs> well, she would have listened. She, she he was literally like, just walk out of the house. Don't worry about it. And See, then she it wouldn't listen. Been an even more powerful motivator for me to know that the killer was in my house. I'd be like, oh, screw that. I'm not going upstairs <laughs> yeah, looking no shit. for those yeah. other girls. Well, let me grab a poker and defend myself. Yes, against, well, you know, that, a large hold, man. holding now the that, poker like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At least now, find Claude. You know. Let me yeah. hold a long distance weapon and then get into an enclosed space where I cannot fight with it. But no, I would Stand have grabbed in the corner. I would have grabbed something like a weapon like she did, but I would have, do they have taken a kitchen? it outside. Yeah, do they have a kitchen? Like with kitchen knives? You know. No. <laughs> Maybe a cleaver. Somebody get that cat out a, of here. They all let sorority girls have knives. It's not safe. Yeah. No. And it's funny because if it had been swamped and this was a fraternity and the cop had said, I need you to put the phone down and get out of the house, the guy would have gone clink and walked out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Movies over. All right, I'm done. But a, it can't be a, a horror beaver, movie. A beaver cleaver? Cleavage to beaver. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's that is the knife they have in a sorority. That's an interesting house. porn. Cleavage right? <laughs> 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 to beaver's cleaver. <laughs> All right, where well, are we going with this? But back to the film. You're the one who brought it up. Uh, anyway, trying to uh, well, we need to we need to address the ending because the ending's amazing. Uh, it, when you first see it, you you get kind of pulled along into Peter's the bad guy, and you're. You know, and in a way, he is, but not he's, nearly as bad he's as he's definitely crazy. He's, yeah, he's definitely not, the murderer, not a good though. person. Yeah, he's yeah. not. He's not the murderer. And well, you kind of wonder what would have happened if Jess hadn't had defended herself in yeah. the basement. He looked because like he was, was going to kill her. Yeah, he was being kind of sinister. So you kind of wonder what would have happened. But he's not the one who's been killing everybody. No, no. Yeah, no. and I don't think he would have killed her. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, she I don't, felt the need to kill him for some reason. Well, because so. she thought he. She had, thought she, he was the murderer. Yeah, she had just walked okay, in and yeah, seen those right. two dead. That's so right. So she thinks it's him. And, and plus, he breaks into the basement. It's, yeah, that's not exactly normal either. <laughs> well, so hysterical. Yeah, because you know he sees her, uh, which is funny because watch carefully in the scene whenever he walks up and he's looking in the in the iced over glass and he looks like Doctor Zayas. <laughs> it looks like one of the apes in Planet Zayas, of the Dr. Apes Zayas. outside. It looks like Paul Dr. Williams. Zayas, Doctor Zayas. Yes. Um, but uh, Darby, why don't you tell us? Because I agree with you, the ending is great. Yeah, exactly. Why is it great? Uh, Feel free to spoil it. Because it ends, but it doesn't really end, does it? Um, You know, obviously Peter's killed. You know, everybody thinks that they killed the killer. And then, uh, you know, everyone's like, okay, well, job well done, everybody. Let's go home. And they leave Olivia Hussey sleeping peacefully in her bed. Well, drugged. 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 Heavily drugged. Drugged and and defenseless in her bed. And then you you hear those billy noises, those heavy breathing up in the attic. Agnes. And then the phone's and ringing. And it ends with the phone ringing, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. But who the hell is he calling at this point? Exactly. She's not going to pick up. She's like in a coma. And did you count the rings? 13. 13. Really? I didn't notice. Yeah. No, that's the thing. That, between this ominous. and Halloween, I love an unhappy ending, so uh, this is a great ending. Great I've never ending. heard of a boy liking an unhappy ending. I love and, unhappy endings. And the, I, I think the unhappy ending oh, actually oh, works a little bit that. better. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're slow tonight. I am uh, inebriated. She's quick, you're slow. Yeah, it's been a long week. Usually, it's the opposite. I know exactly. I think I think the uh, ambiguous ending. Yes, the ambiguous ending. I I think I like the ambiguous ending in this better than the uh, Halloween. (laughs) Me too. Yeah, I really do. It's really really good. It's a great ending. Ace and Gary, the ambiguously (laughs) ending duo. (laughs) 
No, the uh, th- that's true. You don't know what happened. You're left wondering what Billy's doing. <laughs> yeah, he's call. He's trying to call Olivia, and Olivia's not going to pick up because she's doped up. He doesn't know whether to come down because there's still cops in there. He may just live out the rest of his days in that attic. See, this is what. Well, he's yeah, got some this to is, eat. This yeah, is where I get the implication a of a sexual relationship between Billy and his sister because he's like, "Don't tell what we did, Agnes," and it's like, Agnes. "What did y'all do?" <laughs> like, crank calls. <laughs> Agnes, is your Oof. refrigerator oh, running? Oh Did we already pass the scene where he's in the attic and he's just hitting shit and freaking out? Like, yes. ah! yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah that that right. was earlier. Yeah, it was earlier. And he's right. melting down, uh, Phantom of the Paradise style. <laughs> this house is basically designed for ease of burglary. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like if you wanted to build a house, I don't want to like make H. the burglars go through any trouble. It. Yeah, it's like Billy yeah. built it so that he can yeah. kill people, <laughs> and it's a real sorority house. Oh, I was about to say, were Is they it, actually like it was? This? Yeah, it was a real okay. sorority house. It was it was not uh, in use anymore, but supposedly what what absolutely sold it was that staircase. Oh yeah, that, the staircase that, that, is a huge part yeah. of the cinematography in yeah. this movie. When yeah. when when the director saw that, it was. We have to it, film here. The deal was yeah. sealed. So they had to clean the whole house up. I mean, it was like peeling wallpaper and everything. So that house sure that was sort of restored. <laughs> and they flipped it and made a lot yeah, of money. Yeah. Yeah, they made yeah. more money than the opening. opening. And they, they, they became the property brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. it wound up on that house hunter show where it's like, I substitute teach three days a week and my husband sharpens artisanal pencils. Our budget is $40 billion. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the scene where if uh, he's going to look through the glass and it kind of, it's either a Planet of the Apes ape or it's the Geico caveman. <laughs> Especially oh, with the hair. And right. then I started thinking about the Geico caveman Talk as about, Peter. <laughs> Talk about milk in a roll. You know, they made a, oh, they made yeah. a sitcom commercials. I watched that Yeah, they did. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was six episodes and then it was canceled. <laughs> I watched it. You know what they got? They got six more episodes than most people get. That's true. If I'm know. not mistaken, that was one of the first things I ever saw Nick Kroll in. He played one of the cavemen on the show. I did <laughs> really? He did, yeah. Six cool. episodes. I think one of the first places I saw Nick Kroll was Parks and Recreation. Okay. Yeah. I think that was the first place most people go. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty mainstream place. That show introduced him. us to a lot. Yes, it did. Yeah. Including the epic Nick Offerman, mm. who I've met. <gasps> well, do, do tell, like I haven't never heard. Yeah. Let, story uh, wait, no, I'll just I'll I'll put an asterisk and cite all the other Man, episodes. Saucy. Saucy episodes. Saucy <laughs> I would say Chris Pratt, but <laughs> he's, feeling saucy. he's in hot water right now. What? So. Don't tell us. Tell us after the show because uh, we got to wrap this up. Yeah, so oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the movie's almost over. Yeah. We're in the um, final couple minutes. Uh, so this is the scene where, um, what's her name? Uh, Olivia Hussey. Oli- Jess. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jess. Uh, she is hiding in the basement. Or is this a cellar? Oh, it's definitely a cellar. It's a cellar. I was it never did. clear on the difference. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know, cellar doesn't have carpeting, and that does not have carpeting. Yeah. The cellar okay. is what they have in uh, the Bruce Campbell movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Or like Norman Bates. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Look, Dr. Planet Bates. of the Apes ape. Yeah. Very, yeah. I see it. This yeah. is a very tense scene, though. This scene, it really oh is. Oh, my God. Well, you know, one thing that a lot of movies nowadays don't do well is establish the stakes, you know? Right. Yeah. Y- you know, it- it'll be something where either you know the character's going to die, so you don't care, or you right. know they're going to live, so you don't care. In this... Really, until she opens her eyes, you don't know if she's dead or not. Right. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. true. Um, it's it's. You think that Billy gets both of them uh, at the end, and then she actually opens her this eyes. Movie so, yeah. doesn't get enough credit. It really doesn't. It really, it really doesn't. doesn't. 
And it, it just simple little things, little touches here and there. Um, like the fact that you can supposedly, and you saw somebody moving in the shadows early in the movie. I did. When I the love girls that. Were in the living room. Yeah. yeah. I love the idea that you can go back and watch a movie again and, oh my God, it was there the whole time. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's, that's great. Love that. And okay then. So since we are wrapping up here. Yes. Uh, Alf to Seinfeld. I've got to go straight five. Obviously, can I ask, can I ask one quick question real quick? Certainly. What is everyone's favorite kill in this film? Ooh. Oh, Mrs. Mac. Uh, is Mac hooked yeah. to the face? <laughs> That's yeah, pretty the, damn yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Hmm. I know the plastic bag is so iconic to me. It is. It yeah. Really it's is. almost shower scene. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. disturbing for yeah. sure. I definitely did not like the unicorn kill. That that one did not bring me any satisfaction whatsoever. Mm. But the plastic bag was okay. Yeah, I like the plastic bag. I'm gonna yeah. stick with that. Okay. All right. The and asphyxiation. I don't know why I like asphyxiation. There was no lemon. <laughs> and, and, and Darth, your favorite kill? Hmm. It's tough. She loves all kills. That's so true. Which was your favorite? Um. <laughs> the Peter kill. I li- I like the cop who got Indian burned to death. Yeah, <laughs> you know? with no blood. Was, yeah, was he just has some irritation oh. around his neck. Uh. Well, because it's showing that he had his neck yeah. cut, but like no. He also had a wicked wedgie. So. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they put some jam on his neck. <laughs> um, oh, did you also notice the name of the town? Bedford. No. Bedford. Is it Bedford? Oh yeah, Bedford Falls. Oh, Bedford Falls. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, and that's yeah. not the house from uh, uh, Home Alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, what did Kevin's dad do to afford that McMansion that they lived in? He was like a mobster. A, oh, he was, he was, been. No, he, he was he was dirty. He, he looked pretty straight laced. Yeah, no. You know that um, show? Uh, what, what's the one with uh, Michael Bluth? Um, the one on Netflix? Oh, um, Ozark. Ozark. Yeah, that's actually based on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I'd have to say my favorite kill. I'm with you, Jason. I'm gonna be a biter and copy you. All right. Yeah. Hook to the face. Yeah, it's a pretty I great like one. That. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll call back. To <laughs> this is probably copy. my second favorite home invasion Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> second. <laughs> yep. Second favorite, next to Home Alone, of course. Wouldn't it be go. great yeah. if, if she was dead and he came to? It's like oh, it was a hell of a battle. And he explained. <laughs> he was like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong. And I that little it. smile he gives at the very end. <laughs> Trying to talk to her. She kills him, and then like when he's laying there, he kind of his oh, lips pull wow. back just yeah. a little bit. I think because he just achieved release. <laughs> God. She's like, I just woke up and Romeo's dead. But in this case, it's a good thing. Well, like I hear Romeo when people die, that. they void their bowels. <laughs> I said. <laughs> I'm voiding. I'm voiding. Alta Seinfeld. Let's do it. I'm, I'm going to give it about, a, about a, an eight. Oh, my God. That's exactly Jeez. what yeah. I was going to choose. Yeah. Because, again, it's like I've seen it, but I've, I've never just sat and focused on it and watched it. Yeah. And, yeah, it worked. Yeah. Eight. Cool. All right. So eight for you guys. What about you, Dobby? Oh, okay. All right. Um, I saw it once in high school and then last night. That was a year ago. Uh, yeah, about a year ago. <laughs> last then, year, uh, so not much has changed. No, not then. much. Uh, <laughs> He's not drinking legally right now. Yeah. Uh, that's all we can say. Soda. It's cherry soda. We're contributing um, to the delinquency of a minor. <laughs> my mom got arrested for that once. Oh. <laughs> True story, hand of God. Wow. <laughs> she bought my dad a beer when she was 18 and he was 17. Oh. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and wow. she got busted. That's great. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> so, so your mom is a, is a jailbird. Oh, yeah. She's got a record. 
it's pretty hardcore. <laughs> so the first time I saw this movie was when I was getting heavy into slashers. Uh, and so I didn't really think it compared to some of the other ones. Uh, in some ways at that time, it was like, where's all the boobs and the gore? But uh, now that I'm older and more refined, a year later... Um, Arguably. <laughs> your palate has developed, so... My palate's developed, and I, I really am looking at this film... <laughs> Claire's dad just gets the vapors. <laughs> yep, completely. Oh no, Lennon has <laughs> passed <laughs> out. <laughs> completely. Uh, eviscerate the proletariat. <laughs> Trotsky, Trotsky just took yeah. him out. Yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's but. the reason why they leave Claire alone is because uh, <laughs> they leave Jess alone because Claire's dad literally just like Have the goes into shock suddenly. <laughs> he has the vapors and dies. <laughs> Love but, it. So, so darn. Alpha to science. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking at this movie and there's a lot to appreciate here. It, it really did start a, a genre and there's a lot of really great things in here that I didn't notice the first time around. So uh, I, I got to say it's a lot better the second viewing. So I'm going to give it a solid eight. Eight, oh, yeah, okay. Eight, eight times yeah. eight. three plus five. Sixty-five times twelve. 12. And that's carry that's, the seven. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I think we once again scored big. Yeah, with this choice. Thank you, Darby. It yeah. gets, they never get to score yeah. big, Darby. So well done. Mm. You selected uh, again. Wow. <laughs> Finally scored. It's true. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's funny. <laughs> Take us home, Dart. <laughs> All right. So, Hindsiders, thank you for joining us for our final Christmas episode of the season. We appreciate you joining us uh, during your holiday time, your cookie baking time, your murdering sorority girls time. This has been Darby, Adam, Darth, and Jason with Hindsight. And good night. Merry Christmas, everyone.